0: Where there is an imbalance of power, insecurities will exist. Sometimes in our desperation, we don't realize what we're eating is poison. You can do as many kickbacks and glute bridges as you want in oh, the gym, but you will never yourself to death. You will not get the <laughs> bum that is opening doors. Yeah. And that's fine. Wow fear distorts your perception of time. Mm. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee and I'm Courtney and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And
1: in today's conversation we are going to be talking about insecurities. The girls saw the episode of tms plus that went out recently where we were talking about insecurities and overcoming them beginning that process and said you know what sisters we need a full episode yeah we do and here we are because ask and you shall receive
0: hallelujah yes be
1: be encouraged this sunday so yes we are here delivering (laughs) thank you so much for actually letting us know what it is that you want so definitely if you ever have a desire to see something whether it be on TMS plus as a Mm -hmm. short Mm -hmm. short snippet and tips or you want a full-fledged deep we commentary can on too. it we could do right. that too just comment down below or send us a dm or whatever anyway that's usually for the end of the podcast yeah, but yeah, today yeah. we're going to be talking about insecurities yes when it comes to overcoming your securities you have to identify where they came from mm. so today we're going to be talking about why so many of us women suffer from insecurities oh, I'm excited where too. it comes I'm from excited. how we can overcome them and also how to differentiate between insecurities that need to be embraced yeah or need to be changed. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Let's get into it. Ooh. If you don't know what TMS Plus is, actually, it's uh, not your, your face saying, oh my gosh, shock.
0: God, that's <laughs> a scandal. That is a scandal. <laughs> what a scandal, scandal. Scandal. My um, God.
1: Um, TMS Plus is our extra glow and grow tips. Yes, we serve up extra portions of the two. My sisters advice every week. Well, twice a week, actually. Twice Twice a week on YouTube. So for all our sisters that listen to us religiously on podcast platforms, there is some extra content that you can go and see over on YouTube. So definitely hit that subscribe button, turn on your notifications so you never miss anything. And shout out to all the sisters that have been rocking with us on the podcast platform. Because you'll remember when we used to put out two episodes a week we were talking about this yesterday when we used to put out two episodes a week we've basically brought back that kind of same spirit of consistency with TMS plus so go and check it out but before we get into today's episode in true TMS fashion we have a ding 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 dilemma we love to see it okay let's get into it hey ladies I appreciate your content so much all the way from Kenya
0: Kenya? All right, I don't have the hello for Kenya. I need to be prepared. I need like a list of all of like how to say hellos from different countries because I can't be slipping again. Yeah, I hear that. But if you are a Kenyan sister, please tell us how to say hello. Yeah, a greeting. That was the common greeting in Kenya. Like, we wanted to answer yeah, that. Yeah, man. We love it. Okay, so I graduated
1: in 2017. Since I knew unemployment here is very high, I was open to getting any job. I have done some small jobs here and there while volunteering, but they never amount to anything. However, things have been very difficult in terms of getting stable employment mm. slash a career. I volunteered up until December 2020 when I quit because I was exhausted physically and mentally. And I've been here since 2019. Oh. All All my friends in my friendship group have stable jobs and are prospering. Mm -hmm. At this point, I feel stuck when it comes to where my career is headed. And I honestly don't know what to do. Please, any
0: advice? First of all, what actually made me chuckle about this dilemma was the volunteering. So my Mm. mom doesn't believe in volunteering. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't believe in unpaid labor.
1: (laughs) I remember back in the day, I used to be like to
0: my mom, oh, like I'm thinking of doing this volunteer. Volunteer? (laughs) Volunteering? How much are they paying? I was like, it's, it's voluntary. It's like, nah, I miss, miss me with
1: a volunteering. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. But it can be a good way to build experience, absolutely. But also, it can Courtney, like massively. Tell, that, be tell that to my mom the next time we talk to her because no, I'm she's, kind of on her wave though. I know you are. Really, I know. People exploit volunteers. This is the thing they really, the thing. really do. But at the same time, if you need experience and you're not really qualified, yeah, it is a great way to build it. Yeah, good yeah. entry point.
0: Sis, I hear you. It is a very difficult time to just be working in general. Yeah. And I don't know what, you know, life is like in Kenya in so far as like employment and all of that kind of stuff. But I do know that it can be really tricky when it comes to getting a job, yeah. figuring out your career. And I think The first thing is kind of trying to figure out what key skills you have or are willing to develop that you actually want to do. Mm. Because I think sometimes when we think, oh, I haven't got a career in mind, let's start with what you actually do have or what you're willing to develop as opposed to the career with the big C. Because sometimes it's your skills that open up the doors or sometimes it's what you're willing to learn that opens up the door to the career rather than you having to reverse engineer. Mm. So actually spend some time by yourself with yourself figuring out what am I actually good at or what am I willing to learn? Um, we have a lot of like really dope episodes where we talk about side hustling and we talk about our own career journey so definitely check them out if you haven't already Um, but actually spend some time with yourself figuring out what is it that you like to do and how Mm. you actually like spending and occupying your time Mm. and then try and see if you can find any kind of roles or like opportunities that match up with that I think being very intentional with how you spend your time and how you develop those skills are really really integral to figuring out what kind of career path you want to Mm. go down and also give yourself a little bit of breathing space i know it comparison is really the thief of joy and yeah. as happy as you must be and i am for your friends that are prospering in like stable jobs comparing yourself to their journey will actually not help you Absolutely. and realize the grass is not always greener it's crazy because oftentimes we'll be looking at our friends and family and saying wow you guys are really prospering That's you don't even point. know if they actually enjoy their jobs. Yeah. so yeah for all of the stability, they may actually really hate their jobs. Um, so I would definitely say use them as a resource too. Mm. We've done a TMS Plus that talks about the importance of um, investing in yourself, some cheap, easy ways of investing in yourself. Yeah. One of the ways was to actually lean into the resources you have around you. Mm. So the fact that your friends do have stable jobs or do have careers that you think, mm. ah, I could see myself in use them, ask them about their experience, ask them, use them as your network because essentially they are. And sometimes we forget that our friends can be that for us. Um, So definitely make use of your friends and make use of those resources. And depending on how much time you do have, obviously there's the financial implication of not having a job and the stress and all of that kind of good stuff. Well, bad stuff, (laughs) all of that stuff. Um, But spending some time, figuring out if you can maybe take internships or you can take roles that are related to or if you can experiment really yeah. Um, volunteering is great but sis we're trying to get paid out here Money. so if you can find open roles and actually dedicate time to ensuring that you know your cover letter is up to scratch yeah. making sure that you know the experiences that you've had so far from volunteering making sure that they're articulated well on your CV is super super important mm. maybe we can do I don't know maybe a TMS plus or something later on where we actually talk about like employability skills and making sure that you know cv cover letter how to actually apply buzzwords applications overcoming algorithms if that would be helpful we'll definitely do it um but yeah making sure that you are in a good place to actually apply for roles as well Mm. is really important so once you've done all of the deep digging and making a use of your network and going to networking events Mm. and all of that kind of good stuff then you can actually start to prepare applications think about the open roles that are um around you right now um and basically shoot your shot and genuinely it's a lot but you don't have to have everything figured out Mm. i think for me it's the big big message there is you don't have to have your life career figured out i don't know how old you are you haven't specified but whatever stage you're at even if you were late 30s late 40s or just starting out, you don't have to have everything figured out just because it looks like everyone else has, because they probably haven't, number one. And number two, the way that life is changing right now, heck, some people start going to degrees and end up in a job that is so far removed from what they started. Be encouraged.
1: 100%. But I really rambled. No, you've given everything. Everything and more. (laughs) I love it. Um, No, the only thing I was going to say was... um, Just be encouraged by the fact that just because you graduated in something doesn't mean you have to follow that path necessarily, but definitely do the work to develop new skills in whatever area you're interested in. And don't be discouraged by the fact that you went to university and you didn't get a job straight away. Yeah, Unfortunately, that is the reality for a lot of graduates right now. Um, And so working on employability skills, taking time to kind of invest in seeking out your passion and whatever that looks like um, is really important. And it's worthwhile to actually do. And I love that you highlighted that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But also I think there is a need for you to just start carving out your own lane and start. And sometimes that just looks like planning and goal setting and saying, okay, you know what? I know that this is where I wanna be in five years. Mm -hmm. How do I reverse, Mm -hmm. like you said, reverse engineer that so that I can start right now progressing towards that and progress can take whatever pace you want it to so definitely um be encouraged by the fact that you're still you haven't missed out on anything your story is just unfolding and and you just you know you need to partner with god to kind of decide on what story that is going to be um so yeah we we know that you will prosper. We know that you'll be good. You'll be all good. God has got you. We are here to support you. We 100%. will definitely provide whatever resources we can, whether that be on the mailing list um, or through future videos. Actually, now that we know that there's a need for it, like employability, deciding on what careers to do, because it can be so hard, man. It can be so hard. And I love that you emphasize you don't actually have to have it all figured out. At all. There are so many predictions that people in our generation are going to have switched careers several times in their lifetime. And that is completely fine. Um, so yeah, and we just hope that, you know, provision will be there for you. Um, definitely picking up a side hustle and continuing to do those kind of odd jobs here and there. As much as it may not, you think it might not aid towards your greater career goals. Um, at least as it it'll provide sustenance for right now. Mm. But also it could be something you invest in, whether it be another course, an additional course, a subscription to like an online course, yeah, or um Just investing in maybe materials you need to start a particular side hustle that you're talented at, whatever it may be, but just really. Inspect every avenue of your life: your gifts, your talents, your network, your parents, your family, your area, your community, your church family, whatever it may be. Leverage your community. Go, leave no stone unturned. Absolutely not to find opportunity, because mm-hmm. all you need is opportunity. So definitely go and inspect every single area and, and avenue and vessel in your life for where there can be potentially an opportunity for you to get that step in the next direction. I'm um, in the in the right direction rather. So yeah. yeah. I love that. Love you, sis man. We hope that, that helped. Um, Renee gave some amazing practical points. So definitely get our pen and then paper and your jar and write jotter. that down. If you ever want to send us a dilemma, you can send it to hello at twomysisters.com or on our website, twymysisters.com that
0: was so commercial that was great you, you're it. giving me commercial voice right there thank you we don't deserve yeah
1: oh thanks anyways let's head into the main conversation let's talk about insecurities, let's let's yes. talk about insecurities. the reason why i wanted to make that tms plus on insecurities is it's something that whilst i am glowing and growing i'm mm. having to confront mm-hmm. every single day Boy. insecurities a lack of confidence feelings of imposter syndrome they all kind of stem from the same place Mm. feeling insecure feeling uncertain about yourself and whether you should be confident or um whether you have feelings of being good enough yeah you yeah know? and so why do you think most women and most people have insecurities because i truly believe pretty much everyone has everybody
0: them. has insecurities everyone is suffering from some form of body dysmorphia mm. everybody is suffering from some kind of confidence issue. Yeah, whether it be something that's chronic or something that is you know within a particular season of mm. feeling insecure mm. but in terms of where does insecurities come from wow what a big question what a big question so one. many different places first of all let's take it broad and then we'll reel it in yeah taking it broad society the mm. world the environment that we're in right the fact that we cannot exist in a power vacuum mm. power is often something that ebbs and flows and something that is um kept in the hands of folks that you know want to be out on top. yeah and this manifests in structures this manifests in dynamics and for particularly for women, Patriarchy is a TMS episode episode if we don't have patriarchy like you. (laughs) Um, But for women, things like patriarchy, even things like, you know, capitalism, all sorts of structures. The imbalance, where there is an imbalance of power. Precisely. Where there is an imbalance of power, insecurities will exist. Mm -hmm. Because whoever's losing out, whoever is on the receiving end of that power dynamic will always be insecure about their place or their position. Mm. And this, again, manifests in like patriarchy. So for a lot of women, when we're thinking about things like social media, when we're thinking about established standards of beauty and womanhood, whoever doesn't fit popular or dominant dominant narratives of Mm. what it means to be a woman, what it means to be beautiful, what it means to be um, desired, will always have a sense of insecurity purely because they don't actually fit into those narratives Mm. or they don't fit into those conceptions. And society, the the frustrating thing about society is that it changes. So- Not only are you insecure about your position and you fitting in, you're insecure about how long you can hold your position of power when you do fit in. Because, you know, bums will be in this week, but then next week it's breasts. It's breasts. And then next week it's, you know, flat stomachs wearing uh, low-rise jeans. I'll be damned if you ever catch me in low-rise jeans. I don't care if they come back in. Don't ever say that. Those cannot come back in fashion. Because I will click this
1: portion of the video and insert that picture of you wearing a, a, a good Shakira shake your... Hips, Jean.
0: I'm ahead head out there now. There are some instances when it looks nice. It will not look nice on me. Well, actually, no. I can rock it. That's my I can saying. rock it. I can rock it, but there's definitely a little bit of a curl of fupa coming over. Do you know what I'm saying? As that's in, a good example.
1: Like flat stomach, low-rise jeans today what? and next tomorrow, show me that fupa, babe. Listen, I
0: am team leggings up to my titties. I cannot just under the press. Just under th- those, je- you know, those jeans that. You know, fucking. The, the Biggest fan I am the high rise. <laughs> Still I rise. Still I rise. I rise with my jeans. okay? I'm a riser. I rise above it, okay? You low rise people need to come up to our level. <laughs> um, but things like fashion trends, things yeah. like bodies, things that are external can often be, because they're so impacted by, you know, society at mm. large and all of that kind of stuff, it can be hard to feel secure with yourself when these things are always changing. 100%. because. You're always trying to keep in step with a tune that you didn't set. Mm. And it's hard. It's hard as hell. People are going out here getting BBLs and plastic surgery and all sorts of stuff to keep in step with what is in. As much as we say, you know, confidence and it's all about what you feel is right for your own body, you cannot deny the fact that there are external pressures on women to look a certain way, which contributes to this feeling of confidence. Because you can feel confident. It's easy to feel confident when you're desired. It's easy to feel confident when you are the thing that people want to be. It's easy. That is so, so this whole idea of, oh, I'm doing it for myself, yes, you are, but no, you're not in a way because you don't exist in a vacuum. Mm. You're existing Mm. within a power play. You're existing within Mm. patriarchy. You're existing within this whole notion of women's bodies being sexualized and consumed. And Mm. you want to be consumed. And the thing is, it's okay to want to feel desired. Yeah. It's okay to want to feel consumed. It's a human
1: thing. It's a
0: human thing. Acceptance is a human thing. But we need to understand that sometimes the way it manifests can be unhealthy. Sometimes the way it manifests can be at a detriment to our actual livelihoods. Hence the high, you know, um, mortality rates for Surgeries like BBLs, high mortality rates. Come on. And it's uncomfortable and it's awkward and all in the name of, you know, I'm doing this for myself. But actually, let's not pretend. Yeah, let's inspect that. Let's inspect that claim. So definitely societal pressures, so definitely um structural pressures mm. that are present. And then when we reel it in a little bit, these things bleed into cultural things. Mm. They bleed into communities. Because what's accepted in one community may be heralded in another community. Yeah. Thinking about, you know, racial communities, thinking about cultural communities, thinking about even religious communities, right? Thinking about the conversations around modesty, right? The classic, I want to be sexy, but I want to be accepted. The classic, um, you know, I want to be desired by the men in my community or the women in my community, but then I also exist in this wider societal How do I deal with this? Balancing culture and and subcultures. It's It's precisely this. we're in a subculture, this is in. In the wider culture, this is out. So how do I balance that? And then taking it in even more, a notch, we're thinking about smaller communities. We're thinking about family units. Mm. We're thinking about our friends. What's in with our peers right now? Mm. What's in with our, you know, our families, our extended families, you know? What do our aunties and uncles think of our behavior or the way that we dress? All of that stuff is literally feeding into people's insecurities and then taking it even narrower to ourselves. Mm. Sometimes we create and feed our own insecurities Mm. as a result of listening to all of these different voices. Mm. We have compiled this mega voice in our heads that tells us we are not worthy. Mm. So as a result, all of these different things, I think of them as like mini monsters coming together to, to become the The final final boss. boss. (laughs) Oftentimes we do it in reverse, right? We think that the final boss is everyone out there when the final boss is you. You have been consuming so many. Mi- you have been consuming all the content that tells you you're not worthy. And now the the monster, the biggest monster that you have created is you. Because when you go to sleep at night, it's when you shut off the laptop, when you stop it. talking to your friends or family, when this you is so stop, good. yeah, but your insecurities continue, that's you. Oh, Renee. That's actually you. Wow. But yeah, I've, yeah, I've wrapped, wow. but. What an excellent, (laughs) excellent summary I'm very, very... Because insecurities is is something that's really dear to my heart because I have had a lot of insecurities in my past. And right now I feel like I'm in a space where I've addressed a lot of Mm -hmm. them. And whilst I can't say that I'm completely... I still have insecurities. I just, I think it's so important that women, especially women, are told and nurtured how to love themselves properly and how to do away with the feeling of being lesser than or yeah.
1: inferior yeah so yeah yeah i love that i love that because it really is like you said a multi-dimensional issue mm. you really have these external forces that are pressuring you um to feel accepted telling you what acceptance sh- requires and then you have that internal monologue of all those internalized voices Mm. and and now all the voices from your childhood to the media to what you learned in school even the different voices of the times like you said are now conflicted in your mind and I love that you mentioned overconsumption because I think there is if there's one thing that can cause a lot of confusion a lot of disarray mm. um, and a lot of panic it's over consuming content mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. over consuming other people's opinions and it's over consuming image and I think that that's one thing about insecurities in insecurities are there because you question your image, your self image or the image of who you believe you should be, how you should present and who you would desire to be as well. And sometimes we live, I love that you mentioned body dysmorphia. We live in this society where we're constantly comparing the person we see in the mirror to the image that we have in our head. And instead of making the person we see in the mirror, the image we have in our head, Mm. we're kind of trying to overlay Mm -hmm. so many different things on top of each other, you know, the expectations of men, the expectations of my family, my own expectations of myself, all of these things overlay on top of each other to the point where you can't really see anything. Everything becomes ugly, right? And so I think in that, I love that you emphasize, there's so many things I love about what you said. I love that you emphasize that there is actually a real deep, Cause that you can attribute insecurities to, yeah whether it be through sociological issues, psychological issues, whatever it may be. Some of the sisters have been talking about privi- pretty privilege yeah. and they want us to talk about pretty privilege. Yeah. And I love when we were structuring this episode, you said this would, talking about insecurities would be a great way to bring in pretty privilege because mm. actually some of us are rightfully insecure. Yeah. And I'm going to say something a bit wild, but some of us will be like, I'm not pretty. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the answer is yes, you're not. Because conventionally, you're not pretty. Yeah, yeah. You you don't met, match up. And I'm talking about this with myself, like something I've had to um, accept about myself. I am beautiful to me, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But to other people's objective views, and even, I mean, to other people's subjective views, and even to a degree to society's objective dictation of what beauty is, yeah. I don't fit into that. Yeah. How does pretty privilege and, and this idea of um, the privileges that people who are objectively beautiful have, yeah. how does that feed in and relate to being an insecure person or having insecurities?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I First of all, we need to deal with the fact that pretty privilege exists. Yes. We're not going to mask it. under. I love the fact that you said, to me, I'm beautiful, because mm. that is something that people like mask the discussion of pretty privilege yeah. under. It's like, oh, don't worry. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't exist. You're beautiful to somebody. Well, <laughs> actually that's nice, but you're not conventionally beautiful and to we everybody. we need to problematize that. Let's problematize it because listen, there's folks out here, no, you know, everybody's beautiful. Everybody is beautiful, yeah. but some people are beautiful in the sense of there is a real power dynamic in society that exists when you are classified when someone attributes beauty, beauty to yes. you externally, right? So let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. You know, that pretty privilege does exist. Yeah. And this whole idea of pretty being beautiful, being um attractive. Attractive objectively, of course it's subjective, but objectively in society's eyes has real ramifications because it opens doors. Go there. It opens doors when you're pretty. Yeah. It opens doors, you know, you get uh, you know, better deals yeah right you get people opening doors for you you get people addressing you better you get people treating you better yeah. these are the very real privileges that are afforded when you are conventionally attractive yeah it might and the thing is obviously this changes but In like Western society, for example, if you are the attractive petite blonde or you are the attractive petite person in general, Mm. there are privileges afforded to you. Even the way people address you and engage with you changes when you are conventionally attractive. There's so many people, for example, that I've seen on YouTube who may have gone through like a, you know, even the fact that we have completely romanticized this whole glow up process, right? right? This whole idea of glowing up let's not pretend that pretty privilege is also part of that in a lot of narratives mm, right okay, insofar as when we think of glowing up especially physically mm. what does that look like there's a look that everybody is yeah. going for the yeah. best version of yourself is sometimes um influenced by the fact that yeah. you need to look a certain way to signify that you're that growing up. so good right so it's the you know do your makeup nice size yeah. baddie the baddie look yeah. right your waist you've lost weight yeah you're looking pretty and thin or mm. you've got a big bum or like you know the, the parts of you that are, is accentuated let's not pretend that sometimes that this is influenced by what is considered pretty in society mm. and that's not to say that you shouldn't aspire to those things, but it means that we need to examine these things. Yeah. And when it becomes unhealthy, we're able to pull back. Because when it becomes unhealthy is when it becomes is when it is unattainable. Mm. There are certain attributes that is considered pretty that some of us will never have and we mm. need to get over it. And that's why many of us have insecurities. Some of us are doing up, you know, you can do as many kickbacks and glute bridges as you want in oh, the gym, but you will, never, yourself you will not get the bum. <laughs> That is opening doors. Yeah. And that's fine. Wow. You can do all you like, you can wear all the padding that you like to make your tits look bigger. Mm. But when you go home, you have to take it off. Yeah. And when you, you know, have a partner, when you guys get down to the nasty. he's gonna be touching cushions it sucks in the same way makeup you can you know do whatever you can flick your brush and you can have be contoured to the gods but when you go to sleep when you go into the shower you have to deal with the reality of this isn't me all the time yeah or think about hair and all that kind of stuff so sometimes pretty privilege can be dangerous because it influences what the best version of ourselves look like and it can be more dangerous when the best version of ourselves is actually unattainable because we can't get there and it's so so disheartening and saddening and it's something that like we promote on TMS insofar Mm -hmm. as becoming the best version of yourself and really articulating to yourself what does the best version of me look Look like like realistically yeah genetically what is actually possible for yeah. me to do and it, again it's not a bad thing to aspire to be better and to be healthier so to be good. to to present yourself in a way that makes you feel happy but really examine and expect is this realistic mm. let's read it back a little bit and actually talk about pretty privilege even amongst women because yeah. this is something that can generate a lot of resentment
1: can mm. generate a lot
0: of um Envy. Envy, generate a lot of shutting down in conversations and all of that kind of jazz. And let's just deal with it now. Yeah. In terms of pretty privilege, there's a lot that, there's a lot of different types that exist, right? Right. There is, um, skinny pretty privilege. There is light skin pretty privilege. Colorism. Colorism. There is featurism. All of these things exist in tandem with pretty privilege because certain people that exist on these spectrums are considered prettier than others in wider society. Yeah. So when we're thinking about featurism, right? The people that are more akin or looking more, you know, european or this vaguely um exotic look
1: oh yeah vaguely, <laughs> yeah. vaguely racially ambiguous, racially ambiguous
0: yeah. look right these people are considered prettier yeah when we think about um and this is not to say that folks that do not fit those things are not pretty mm. i think we've made that clear but just in case somebody wants to come for us at some point don't try it don't we're talking about society's conceptions of pretty yeah, yeah. we're doing <laughs> we're doing the meta work here. yeah Folks that exist that are lighter on the spectrum or, you know, have curly hair or have like straighter hair, they're considered, exactly, they're considered prettier. Um, Folks that are slimmer or skinnier, they're considered, and obviously subcultures. So for us, big subculture, slim, thick. What does that even mean? Yeah, Yeah. What does that even mean It means curvy in all the right places. In all the right places. And if you fit this, like, depiction, this description, you're considered prettier. Yeah. And again, there's certain privileges that are afforded to you. Mm. You're able to access a wider pool of um, folks that find you attractive. Mm. Even dating, yeah. right? People think it's, oh, you're being bitter when you talk about the fact that the dating pool is small for you right. because you're not conventionally attractive. Right. But it's a real thing. 100%. It's actually a real thing. percent. And another problem with pretty privilege or this whole idea of like, desirability Mm. is a lot of people will hide the fact that pretty privilege exists under the pretense of preference yeah 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 yeah. you need to examine where your preferences come are your preferences coming from a place of self-hate why do you prefer what you prefer we've talked about preferences before so many but especially the mandem you guys need to talk about where are your preferences coming from and why why are you going for the babes that have you know, cooly hair or light skin. Recurringly. All of your exes look the same. Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah, yeah. Where
0: are these preferences coming yeah. from? And also in
1: inspecting your preferences, it's not just about who you are attracted to, but it's also who do you go out of your way to express oh. that you are not attracted to? Because I love that you mentioned... Pretty privilege has real life ramifications. Absolutely. There are so, before you guys think we're up in the clouds and people who talk about pretty privilege are talking about something that are not, that is not real and they're looking for reasons to be hurt. Mm-hmm. There are many, many studies that show and suggest, not even suggest, show. Yeah, absolutely. That people who are conventionally more attracted and perceived as more attractive, facial symmetry, particular features according to those cultural norms and expectations, They actually have better standards of living and better life chances than people who are unconventionally attractive or who are deemed just unattractive, right? There are studies out there. Please just do your reading and your research before you think we're pulling roots out from the ground and all that or weeds bitter. out from all, the ground. Or that
0: we're upset or that yeah. we're
1: bitter. There, is, there are real studies to do it. Better job opportunities. And all of these things snowball, right? Yeah, yeah. When you are treated better because people, and this is not a conscious decision people are making. Yeah. That's why pretty privilege is something that really needs to be studied because yeah. people aren't making a conscious decision. People aren't looking at you and thinking, because you're more pretty, I'm going to help you and that ugly person can just die. (laughs) No, it's the way we are being reprogrammed and programmed as people to respond to people we deem as worthy of respect, worthy of attention, worthy of um, investment, worthy of knowing, right? Oftentimes the way you look can play a huge part into that. People are less likely to respond to you or even give you a second look, not just romantically, in life, if you do not look like somebody who is conventionally more pretty, for example, the same way that the, the masculine frame, if you're tall, hench and stuff, you command so much attention yeah, because of your yeah, form. Yeah. Women can sometimes struggle to garner that same level of attention because they tend to be more petite. It's the same way if you are somebody who is conventionally more attractive, people take more notice of you and they therefore tend more to your needs and listen to you more than if you are conventional and um, you do not feel that conventional archetype of beauty mm. people tend to ignore you a lot more and that can even lead to you being ignored in very important um, and necessary avenues that are not romantic because your body is othered your mm. body is seen as unworthy of mm-hmm, attention mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. body is seen as um not delicate not fragile and you often see people who are not conventionally beautiful on the receiving hand receiving end of so much abuse yeah, yeah. and that's why even if we can sit on here and be like do the internal work learn to love yourself acknowledging pretty privilege is super important because I love how you mentioned the idea that we have about the glow up and the person who is like glow ups final form you would never see somebody like Lizzo being a picture like that's that the thing. though she's so content in how she is. She's so confident. Sis is so rich. She's living her actual dream, but people wouldn't put that as the poster child for beauty. Yeah. For example, yeah. they will use her as exceptional confidence because the, the framing <gasps> is, and as you a better. plus size woman, I often get that. Oh my God, you're so confident because I choose to exist yeah. in without insecurity or without fear. Mainly people kind of see that exceptionalism of oh my gosh, how can you be so content looking how you look? Mm. How can you be so content mm. being how you are? That's and that's why we said in one of our episodes, loving yourself is such a radical thing these Radical, days. radical things because people think if you don't, and, and I'm not saying this to not be sympathetic. I'm actually saying this in order to be sympathetic with people who are like, actually it's easier for me to try my best to adhere yeah. to this image of beauty because yeah. I'll be able to navigate through life so much easier my chances of getting a spouse will be so much easier mm. and so whilst we sit here and we do like we do highlight the very real dangers of surgery and we do to a degree advise against it i like cosmetic surgery and aesthetic surgery I get it I get why the sisters are on the tables. I get why they're doing the fillers. I get mm. like, I get it mm-hmm. so much because life to a degree could seem to become easier. Um, if you, if you put your subject yourself to these things and, and go for it, 100 sadly. Aww. Yeah. It's really sad. Honestly, it's really sad. But then in talking about that, and especially like, the surgery aspect and stuff. Mm. There's an aspect of the insecurity conversation that most people have, like even ourselves. Yeah. Learn to become confident, learn to do that work, l- unpack where you got these insecurities from, etc. Mm. But on the flip side, there are examples that we have even lived of insecurities that we actually change, yeah. right? Yeah. So for example, as a plus-size woman, I do often tell myself, learn to be confident in your body. And yet I do still have a weight loss goal, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you balance- acceptance Mm. and actual pursuit of change yeah
0: so i think firstly understanding that they can coexist Mm. is important because many people think that if you change something you didn't accept it
1: right
0: Right. they're not mutually exclusive you can accept something and also seek to change it Mm. and i think we just need to get over it we're complex human beings (laughs) like yeah accepting how you are like we've talked about this between us insofar as you can't change something effectively from a place of self-hate you have to be able to change effectively from a place of love because that's what's going to sustain the change, sustain the change yeah so i'm similar in the sense of i have a particular like health i'm very health oriented in the sense of i have particular goals for myself whilst I have goals for myself, I'm very comfortable and happy in my body. Like I, I think I'm the bee's knees. I feel, th- I think I'm sexy. Come on now. I think I'm cute. Come on now. And even that, even saying that for a lot of women is so radical because we're so used to um, confusing self-demotion as humility. Saying, like, oh no, I'm not that pretty. I'm not that cute because we're looking for validation from external <gasps> places so that we look humble when we're out here and we're not confident because again, confidence is seen wow. as a masculine trait. Wow, You have to get a, masculine voice or an external yeah, voice to, to come and tell you that. that you're cute yeah we're done with that here <laughs> we're actually done with that Absolutely. here because that always changes yeah. what was in today will not be in tomorrow and yeah. if you allow those voices to be the benchmark as to how cute you are how sexy you are how pretty you are how yeah. confident you feel tomorrow you're gonna have a heart a, this is a it. heart failure this is, failure. This is, failure. This is
1: failure. similarly to what you're saying The standard of beauty constantly changes. If you are relying on someone else's voice to be your assurance of your confidence and the source of your confidence, you're also putting your desire... um, You're also putting your emotions in the hands of something so fickle. Just as fickle as trends, Just as fickle as other people's opinions. Because other people, their emotions change. If if I see you today and I don't compliment you because I'm having a bad day, now your
0: emotions and your confidence is shattered. And it's just like... Get over the fact that you're not that important in those people's lives. Say it again. Get over it. Because yeah, it's like, oh, you're pretty. I can say somebody is pretty and move on with my day. I'm not thinking about that for the rest Forget of my I day. Forget said it. Forget it. It's actually like not that deep. Yeah. Understanding that you are an evolving character and you're allowed That's to it. evolve is important. So but good. acceptance of your current state And understanding and loving your current state will serve Mm. you so far better because it's actually a source of strength. Mm. So even the way you conceptualize it, when we think of things like health goals, right? Rather than saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I need to change. Say, because I love myself, because I love the way I look, it would serve me better if I did this. Especially when it comes to like weight loss, because I know it's such a touchy subject for women in particular. And it's something that I'm really, really passionate about because when it comes to like diets and image and all of that kind of stuff, women are doing the absolute most to look a particular way. No, I'm. we addressed it in one of the other TMS pluses. You guys need to let go of that apple cider vinegar right now. Whoever's taking the shot, put it down right now. Cayenne pepper, I don't want to hear it. Military diet, I don't want to hear it. Eating two eggs a day, I don't want to hear it how can your diet be too You expensive? would be shocked and it's true, it's disgusted true. to see some of the it's things true. True. on YouTube. All of this, eating three salads a day. I know you're upset and hungry. You don't have to live this way. It's, it's only mad. somebody that hates themselves you're that can be eaten mad. this. Gu- you're you're eating irritable. one salad in the... You're putting your hormones and your body at yeah. risk. And yeah. that's how I know you don't love yourself because some of the ways that you also go about changing yourselves are actually risky. This is it. If you loved yourself, you would be looking for the safest and healthiest way to implement that change. But instead, many people are killing themselves yeah. in the process under the, the belief that they're showing themselves loved.
1: And under the guise of short-term discomfort.
0: Short-term that discomfort. oh, it's only, you know, I've got to be able to sacrifice now to be
1: able to enjoy oh. later. But your sacrifices now are going to kill you. They're How will you dead. enjoy later if you're Dead. How do you enjoy later when your hormones are short term?
0: If you really loved yourself, if you really were committed to glowing up and really changing Mm. yourself, you would be committed to the long haul. But because many of us are committed to the short term 30 days of fitness or 30 days of doing this, whilst it's a great start, it can't be your longevity. That can't be your journey. That can't be your life. Process is hard. Process is difficult. Mm. And part of treading that balance between accepting and self-love, you know, all of that kind of stuff with change is understanding change takes time. And that's okay. Because if you accepted yourself now, then you'd be willing to see out the change over a longer period of time. But some of us are not. We want to, tomorrow I want to be sexy. Tomorrow I want to look like this um, babe with the BBL. And many of us are even following foolish things online in the pursuit of these things. Are you really going to be following a glute program from someone that got a BBL yesterday? Sis, don't even follow her own glute program. Sis
1: ain't never done a squat in her life. Ever. Or she's doing it
0: for maintenance.
1: There we go. It didn't get her there.
0: There we go. It did not get her there. You are following. And we spoke about this in one of our other episodes. If you are going to have people influencing you, let those that influence you actually have fruit. Some of them don't have fruit. They have the appearance. They have a picture of the fruit. They have a picture of the fruit on their front hallway, but it's not real. It It is not real.
1: And, And I love what you said um i think you said it in the last episode which is sometimes in our desperation we don't realize what we're eating is poison please do not get to a point where you're so desperate for acceptance so desperate for companionship and that's why we always like you said emphasize mm. self-hatred fear all of those are terrible motivations terrible. for aspiring for a relationship or desiring to get healthier mm. whatever it may be because you'll be in haste fear distorts your perception of time mm, fear, that's good. Like the fact that you you're so scared that I'm, I'm so fat. I'll never get into a relationship. You want to snap and you want to, you know, transform your entire body in the next 90 days because you think you don't have time. And this is one of the best expressions of self-love that you can really give yourself. And one of the mm. greatest things you can bring yourself to understanding of is no one is chasing you. Mm. Whilst your friends may be doing X, Y, Z and while society may be telling you by this age, like for example, I saw a tweet ages ago, like years ago yeah. that was like, listen, if you're 21 now and you haven't got your, like, skinny body, give up. You're not going to get it. And I remember thinking I'm 22. That's it. <laughs> oh, it's my God. that's it then. Oh, my God. Catch you on the other side. <laughs> Catch you on the other side. <laughs> Jesus, take me now. I'm useless. That's it. Um Don't let other people put timelines on you. Nope. And put restraints on you because one thing fear will really do is tell you you don't have enough time. You need to do this quicker. Why haven't you done this by now? Everyone else has done this. Suddenly the spirit of your age mate starts whispering to you. And it's like, your friends are doing this. Your friends are skinny. They're in relationships. Look at you. Where are you? And it's like, how about I just take a step back and realize this is my journey. And I'm actually in control of this right right now. Myself and God are going to partner to author this journey together, walk out this story, Mm -hmm. And actually go through a process that, sh- like you said, a process that shows me that I love myself. Yeah. A process that shows me that I can have patience with myself, mm-hmm. that I can be disciplined, that mm-hmm. I can have self-control, but also that I can be kind yes. and I can be gentle. Why don't you work on also demonstrating those things to yourself and cultivating <sighs> them in yourself? Because a lot of us use our marker of um, whether we're a good person as how do I treat other
0: people? Mm. But actually
1: good indicator is how do you treat yourself
0: that's good and some of you are abusing yourselves so oh big time you're really beating yourself big time. Over with a stick
1: big time
0: beating yourself up and i think as you were speaking what really occurred to me was the importance of getting anchored in something and for mm. us a big part of it is being anchored in our faith yeah really really for me understanding god's conception of me what can you actually say to me to break my confidence? Thank you. What can you actually say? Thank you. God says I'm marvelous. God <laughs> says I'm beautiful. God said he made me. He formed me. He knew me in from when I was- In image and likeness. What? What can you actually so say I'm to me? Right. What is it that you can say to me? And Thank that you. does not change. Honestly, You need to get anchored in something that does not change. Honestly. Something positive that does not change. And because so many sisters are anchored, and the thing is many of us think we're anchored, but we're mm-hmm. not because if you were anchored why is it that you're consistently feeling this a sense of chronic sadness about mm. the way that you look that's not normal Mm. it's not normal to be insecure all the time Mm. we have normalized insecurity as humility especially as women it's like you said yeah we have normalized it i'm so done with it yeah do you want to spend the best years of your life worrying about what other people say about you do you want to spend the best years of your life afraid and cowering away because somebody doesn't think you're pretty or somebody doesn't think you're beautiful you think you're not beautiful and i'll be damned if i stand in my own way i'll be damned
1: oh, that's a word. I'll be damned if I stand in my me. way. Me. Especially if it means I'm also shutting off
0: people who want to love me. Oh. Because
1: so many of us are like, oh, my crush doesn't find me attractive to them. But there is someone who's looking at you like you're a damn snack, You're cute. Baby. You are cute. You are. And you're, you're closing yourself off because you think, I saw this tweet, no one is going to like me. Actually, you no, know, somebody wants your auntie body say, This, Fam, <laughs> somebody wants Even it. the
0: tweet. Oh, don't even get me started on those echo chambers because I will go this to town. This is
1: echo chambers and people will state to their town.
0: opinion as if it is fact. It is your opinion. These are the same, the same people that will come and be talking nonsense on the TL about what they prefer and what mm. they don't. Their preferences do not prefer them. Oh. They have never spoken in public. Oh. We don't know who they are. Oh They're not gosh. making money. Like you're internalizing yeah. the words of somebody that for all intents and purposes, you do not know. They're a TL character. Caricature, if you will. Caricature. Caricature. Because you they're a joke. Sense. You forgot oh, okay. the jester. A joke. the cards in blackjack. You're the joker. You're the joker. <laughs> you're letting these. Sometimes I look at the TL and I'm just like, so this is what you're posting yeah. at this time of e-? And it's sad because yeah. these are actually the things that have real implications. Like when I think of when people start talking about things like representation yeah. and stuff like that, all of these social media outbreaks of like what folks had to say about dark skinned women yeah. or what folks have to say about women that are larger. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm just like, imagine being a kid or somebody in your formative years going online and seeing all of this rubbish about what you look like and now having to face everything else and feeling like the whole world is against yeah. you. Imagine, yeah. like, I'm done. I'm mm, mm, done. Mm. And then now to be told you're bitter for challenging. <gasps> I am done i am done yeah i'm bitter but you're mad you're mad you're mad and you don't realize it in fact you lack critical thought and genuine intellectual capacity no 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 no, no. biggest man thing because nah if the only response if somebody challenges you on your preference someone challenges you on what you think is pretty mm-hmm. and the only thing that you have to say in response is you're bitter yeah. actually no you're mad yeah actually know you're, you're mad. stupid and even to come back like what you were saying about there are folks who are actively like what are you going out of your way to avoid mm. what conceptions of people are you going out of your way to avoid mm. actually do inspect that yeah actually do Big inspect time. that because some of you are a real you're behaving like heifers <gasps> Lord, you're heifers. behaving like no i'm like Courtney, you when i say i've had it up you. to you here <laughs> i am done with the echo chambers i'm done with the stupid discussions i am done with the whole um who's pretty and who's not or and um, how to be a, a desirable woman and how to do, 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 do. i'm done yeah how about how to be a desirable you and just be happy in that there is somebody out there for you, you. i promise you oh
1: big time there is
0: somebody out there and
1: it only takes one it just you takes you're
0: not dating the tl and this is it. And this is
1: why i be telling people sometimes you just need to shut off your phone. I've come off Twitter too much anxiety, too much high blood pressure over there. I can't take it. Call me soft. Yes, I am. Because I can't take it. You're better than me. So many, there's so, oh, I can't do the petty. I'm You've petty. got a heart for it. I'm like. <laughs>
0: i'm paid. come at me Shield oh, oh me. bro the eloquent drag i like to call it come oh, at the me
1: eloquent drag queen of it follow on to her if you want actual <laughs> bands um but i think it's so important like you said to s- realize somebody is stating their opinion it's their opinion individual this, this. just because it's got bare retweets whatever move past it it's a think piece you don't have to subscribe to it and i've had like i've actually found so much comfort in just seeing something and being like ah, that's your opinion
0: and i don't care that's your
1: opinion and it works for your life but in my life i am the one who's really controlling the reins of this thing and and really seeing like where is this mm-hmm. life going to go and one thing i refuse is to let other people who are so bold and confident in their opinions take away my ability be, my ability to be so bold and confident in my existence mm-hmm. cuz that is one thing that social media can really do to you you validate people and you give them the um, more room to think of themselves more highly when you say because of your opinion i can no longer exist in confidence right become more confident in the fact that what you say basically is law and now I'm, I'm going to shrink. No, the same way you have the boldness and the effantry and the pure audacity mm-hmm. to spew such idiocy and mm-hmm, stupidity mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the TL. I'm going to be that radical in my existence. I'm going to be that radical in my pursuit of happiness. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. to be that um, radical in actually the attainment of my own mm-hmm. goals and becoming the person I want to be. Yeah, because yeah. clearly you think you're the bee's knees. I too will start to think I am the bee's knees.
0: Oh. And just really quickly, to check all the sisters that have been perpetrators of the internalized misogyny, because you guys thought that you could get off scot-free on it's this. It's you, week. in fact, for these issue. It's you. <laughs> You're the problem. It's not just the mandem that we're directing this out, because there's also the women who are yeah. perpetrators of this same yeah. thing, yeah. whether it be towards yourself yeah. or to other people. Yeah. Many of you are so not supporting good. or standing up for your sisters. Yeah. Many of you are staying silent on these issues. Your silence is complicity. Many of you are staying silent because these issues are not in proximity to you or because you benefit. Because you benefit. You're benefiting. There you go. You're benefiting. And you're only entering the conversation as a pick me. This is it. You're entering the conversation because you know that you have power here. Yeah. I implore you to really think about your position here. (laughs) if listen tms community is really all about community it's really yeah. about sisterhood it's really about uplifting women all types of women this whole pitting women against themselves this whole futurism colorism mm. this whole um whatever ism mm. leave it at the door it doesn't exist here yeah. we're not doing that yeah we're, we're not pitting women against each other we're coming up together and if that's too radical for you this might not actually be it the community be for business. you
1: It might not be the space. And I love that you mentioned that because I think a lot of the time these conversations end in, uh, women never want to be held accountable. Oh, no, 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 no. We're holding women accountable to their goals. What we won't let you do is dictate to them what their goals should be. And that's the problem, right? People want to dictate, you should look like this. You should act like this. You should be like this. No. How about you go and inspect? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. How about you go and inspect what you should be in your own uniqueness? What will make you happy and what will also align to, like you said, for us being anchored in our faith, what aligns to the way you were created to be? You were created in your uniqueness for a purpose, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We can't rob you of that yeah. so that you can satisfy mm-hmm. the opinions and the desires of people and wider society and all these other factors we highlighted or Renee so perfectly highlighted in the beginning. But once you've that, Once you discover the woman you want to be or that you should become, once you discover the way you need to and you want to serve community, we're going to hold you accountable to those marks you have set yourself, to those goals you have set yourself. That's what we're holding you accountable to. But so often, especially with women, because our bodies are often objectified for consumption people feel as though they should dictate to us this is what you should be and these should be your goals no so
0: i can consume you well we're not doing the whole bodies for consumption okay no. even when oh it, it jars me so much Courtney. even when we think about like body goals mm. right we think of body goals and glow up for consumption but not functionality functionality never functionality. functionality some of you are looking petite and you know slim thick but you can't run up the stairs. Your heart
1: is about to give (laughs) way. Your ovaries are screaming at you Because your hormones are all in flux Ooh, Some of you are everywhere. skinny Looking nice around and, and thick Ain't seen your period in six months Fam. There are so many things The female body actually needs to be able to function And you're taking away Like you said, it's functionality And it's practicality for aesthetics and optics <gasps> For people who are not coming to breed you For people who are not going to give you A single penny of their money Fam. either. Listen sis
0: Leave it out. Leave it out. Leave it out. Are you actually- Divest. I'm coming to do slim fig for who? Especially- Um, And I'm going to have to deal with
1: those ramifications, right? The girls that are getting BBLs, Look, unfortunately, the lives that have been lost or the fact that people now cannot function in a healthy way in the way, in, the things that you may have taken for granted, your ability to walk, your um, ability to be, to, to have security in the idea that you'll, once you sit, you'll be able to get up or the fact that your legs move and you can walk. All of these things oh, are now stripped away from you. Why? Because other people's opinions began to rule your life, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And as much as like, I love how you highlighted, Whilst human beings we are complex and yes, you can uh want to do something for yourself, but also you wanting to do it for yourself is oftentimes informed by other people's Mm-mm. um opinions around you. And other people's language and desires have now become your language and your desires yeah. because of their influence on you. Yeah. Not because it came out of you from nowhere. So yes, yes, man. Just really inspect your motives. You have to. You have to.
0: And realize that people are
1: mad sick even oh, mad oh well
0: everyday humble women can you not and that's that's another rest. aspect
1: of it like i love that you said insecurity is not humility it's not it's really not run your own race
0: run your own race do your honestly, own thing honestly run to the beat of your own drum you cannot allow external forces to have power over the way you conceive of yourself so good. no longer they can influence to a degree because we're not stupid and we're not dumb. <laughs> we know that if you're trying to pull certain types of guys oh, or if you're 100. trying to pull certain types of things, then okay, you've got to play the part. 100. And as we've stated in the beginning, there are wider dynamics at play as we have addressed in Pretty Privilege. But, yeah. Omo, in this life, you've got to enjoy and you've got to enjoy yourself. No, facts. no, see, facts, no. some facts. of us will not hear. Fam, I remember being so insecure. I wouldn't like to dance in front of people. Mm. Heck, I didn't even feel comfortable eating in front of people. Now, What? let me enjoy let me chop my burger in front of folks let me go and dance with my friends like this is what life is all about living to the fullest and really feeling like a present person and not always having to guard yourself when you're outside or doing things with people imagine that kind of life and if you have to imagine it that's a shame because you should be living it you do not have to apologize for your existence you don't have to apologize stop it yeah Stop it. I don't know who we're talking to today. Stop apologizing for existing. Go out and live. Yeah. Go to the salsa dancing class. <laughs> Go and shake your bum a little bit Do somewhere. Go outside.
1: Go right. and do your thing. So honestly, we do hold women accountable, but we're holding women accountable to their own
0: goals. That I love that you That's said that. It. I love that you said That's that it. because there's too many people out there. Yeah, you holding women accountable. Women need to be humbled. You need to go and deal with your deep, deep misogyny and realistically your mother issues. Because in all honesty, no, 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 no. A lot of men. This whole idea of humbling women. This whole idea of this whole idea of, you know, trying to get women on par, hold them accountable. Da, 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 da. There's somebody in your life you need to go and address. Stop projecting. A lot of projection is going on. Okay, I'm done. Well, she said what
1: she said. I said what I had to say. We'll definitely create an episode of mommy Issues. Oh, I'm <coughs> ready to go to town on that, that one. Some people need to be I'm addressed. ready to go to town on that one. But... We hope that this episode has helped you. <sighs> Thank you, Renee.
0: Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. That was excellent. <laughs> excellent we excellent. tried for that one, Sean. Oh, we tried for but that yeah, one, yeah,
1: sisters, we hope that this episode has helped you. We hope that as you begin this journey of overcoming your insecurities, that you truly discover who you were made to be and the f- pursuing that to its fullest and excellent Radical. potential radically, okay? So let us know what you think about this topic let us know if we have touched on anything that you relate to or if there's anything that you want to add. Or heck, if there's something you disagree with, but just Go know. Ahead. We always, we always reply. We
0: always oh. have things to say Listen, back. sisters, okay. yeah. This ain't this kind of community where y'all can talk. <laughs> Hold on, man. We got we to gotta address it because we got to set some boundaries this is not the kind of community where you can speak to anybody anyhow. Anyhow. So if you do have a disagreement, we would say disagree respectfully. If you don't disagree respectfully, you'll find yourself liable to an eloquent drag. That is all I have to say on the matter.
1: So yeah, let us know your thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know your thoughts down below, but you can also let us know your thoughts over on Instagram at to my sisterhood. And if you want to come and say hi to us individually, then hit her up. At Renee Kapuka on Instagram and Twitter, and at CD
0: Boartin on Instagram. Lovely job, And of course, you know the accent. Of, really, of course, did you hear that? <laughs> somewhere up north. I'm sorry to the Northern Sisters. They're probably like, I'm sick of Renee <laughs> like, at this point. So like, she? I didn't think that she was going to come with another <laughs> accent this year. You, you can it. definitely continue the conversation over on our Twitter. Yeah. chirp, chirp, chirp. Um, at to my sisterhood as well and of course sign up for the mailing list guys we tell you every week are you not tired (laughs) um for all of our goodies and bits on insecurities Mm. as well as everything else so you can sign up at www.tomysisters.com ladies we hope you had a fantastic time listening in and we wish you well with all the things that you are doing this week we hope and we just pray that this week you will live a week where you are free from insecurity and that you will go about everything that you need to do this week with boldness and confidence go and take the city
1: amen
0: on that note we'll see you very soon keep glowing and growing